Hello and thank you for joining me again on my podcast. My name is Lana Lynn Marino and I'm from wellnessjourneys.co.uk. Um, my website wellnessjourneys.co.uk will give you a lot of information about the work that I do as an energy healing therapist, an integral core therapist um, and lots of other stuff and I've learned a lot of stuff through my experiences and through my years of um, becoming a therapist from the age of probably dot and um, so I'm here and back again and following on from my last podcast I talked a lot about guilt guilt and pleasure pleasure and happiness and I wanted to follow up on that today with a meditation um, firstly I've been going through a difficult time since I last did my podcast my last podcast and I've been trying to find ways of putting that into words how do I feel what's been happening and you know when you have um, an epitome and you wake up or you sit up and something just clicks and it's like ah that's the reason why that's the reason I feel like this and it's it's been like I've not been able to connect spiritually, physically, emotionally. It's been a lot going on, and um, I couldn't put into words, you know, why I was feeling like that. It was almost like I felt detached from the world. I felt detached from everything. Um, I found myself really breaking down the other day and crying. And I think this was after I heard the news of Chadwick Bosman the guy, the, the, the black Hollywood actor who has brought so much to our, our world and um, learning of his death. And it, it got me to thinking of how we lose people in our life, people, people that we don't even know but have made an impact in some way. And I think for me, when I think of um, Chadwick Bosman and his role, his last role in Black Panther, and what that did for so many young people, especially young black kids, um, kids, um, black, brown kids, kids that come from backgrounds where they maybe feel disproportionately marginalized and they can't believe that, you know, they can achieve or they can get anywhere in life just based on their environment and their circumstances. And I guess it took me to a place of thinking about the imbalance in the world, the imbalances that we have, and the disproportionate amount of wealth that is in the world, and how that is balanced out, and why is it like that? Why do so many people have so much, and so many people have not enough? And it reminded me of my trip to India, one of my trips to India, where I experienced a village, and so many children there, out in the rural part of uh, the area that I was in. And so many children that had literally nothing. And some families living in mud huts with 10 children, but I had never seen children so happy. They had nothing, practically some of them in rags, but always a smile on their face. And it makes you wonder about the material world that we live in. And when we have too much, what do we, we, we don't know what to do. I mean, it's a humbling experience to come back to the basics. I try to live my life as a minimalist, so I don't have too much of everything. And um, 
in some ways, in regards with my family especially, I, I think that has been seen as a negative thing. And when I look back, it's um, now making sense that it's okay not to have everything. If I've got two pairs of trainers and they survive, you know, and they get me through and they, they do the job, then why do I need 10 pairs of shoes? It's a question we can ask, we can ask ourselves. And by no means do we have to, you know, follow another's example. You know, if you want to buy 10 pairs of shoes or 10 of the same jumper in different colors, you know, that that's an individual choice. But I have to think about myself and I have to think about why recently I've been so upset and so out of uh, sync with everything. I came to realize that uh, this morning when I woke up that the other day when I was crying, emotionally, some of us can suck up the world, some of us can suck up the world's pain, and some of us can suck up um, through uh, empath empathetic means, we can, we can suck up everything that we come into contact with. And there's not much we can do about that, you know, if we're empaths, then there's not much we can do about that. Apart from learning to manage yourself. So when I talk about managing yourself, I mean that, you know, there has to be a balance. And, you know, the world will not support us if we are out of sync with our true nature. The personality plays a big part in how it's formed, you know, how we develop and our core belief system of what we believe we need, what we believe we want. You know, that comes from our egotistical mind making us believe that there's never enough. I realized the sadness that I've been feeling, and this came to me this morning, was that I haven't really been doing my uh, spiritual exploration around the globe and I've always been someone that has got on a plane and gone somewhere or gone somewhere to explore a culture or an indigenous way of living the organics of life where you can just go for a walk and you don't know where that path is leading you you can be around people that feed you on another level you can experience new friends, new people that will give you something that you need just for that day. And I realized that my purpose in life, what makes me happy? What makes me happy? What makes me feel fulfilled? And I come to realize that working with individuals, it's not work, it's who I am, it's my passion. And when I see a heart opening, when I see a pain, someone's pain shifting, when they come into a realization that there's another way of life, there's another way of seeing things, then it opens up the door to our authenticity and our selflessness that we can put aside in order to help another. I've been very inspired recently by the former First Lady, um, Michelle Obama. And listening to her podcast, she talks a lot 
so much about the origins of her early life and how she started and how she was a, a big time um, lawyer in a big firm overlooking the city that she loved so much, Chicago. But she was overlooking the, the area that um, was the poor area. And she had this epitome, this, this awakening her, in her that she was to serve um, in a non-profit way. She was to serve her community. And that's what led her to meeting Barack, Barack Obama. And it's what led her to being in service to her black community. And not just her black community, but to community, people that are often overlooked. Some people she was talking about that had never even seen the other side of the city, that had never seen the lake, that had never been to the area of um, wealth that she was now working in. So she made a decision there and then that um, this was not her calling. And I think it's very profound when we can understand what our calling is. And even if that calling is just for a short while, maybe that's that, that's the time that you're supposed to be in something. That's the time that you're meant to be doing something. And remember that healing isn't in linear years or time. When you see, well, when I see my little puppy, you know, to Teddy, um, doing something, if I say to him, we'll do something in five minutes, that means nothing to him. When he's in the garden, if he's had just five minutes of fun and catching the ball and everything, that is all he needs. That is given him his fulfillment and then he's ready to come upstairs and, and have a nap. And I see that with us as human beings where we, we believe that we have to give everything to get something back. In order to fulfill our own prophecy, we have to keep giving. We have to reach the expectations of other people, especially our parents or society or our job, you know, people that are in a, a senior management where we can see ourselves as being at the, the top of that promotion board and not being accepted for promotion. And how does that make us feel? It can make us feel, well, you know, what was all that about? Rather than seeing something as well, it, it just wasn't my time. What we don't realize is that we're contributing to the collective universal pathway. We're, we're like leaves that are dropping from the tree and every leaf has a meaning. Every leaf contributes to the compost of life. Every leaf that falls from us, every part of our being is awakening in every moment to a new breath, a new day. So it made, me, it made me realize that I am not at the moment, my wings have been clipped. And I think we can say that for most of us that have been through COVID and gone through lockdown, where for some people it's COVID and lockdown has been an essential part of their understanding about where they're going, reevaluating their life. If you're reevaluating your life at the moment, I want you to think about something. I want you to write down five things that you have done that make you feel guilty or ashamed or that makes you feel like you're resenting something. Write down something that you have beat yourself up about, a belief you could have done something, you could have done more to change a situation and take this into a meditation. 
As we breathe into life, as we breathe in, every breath contributes to the bigger picture, the bigger picture of life and the path that we're on. And we don't know how much time we've got on this earth, but make believe that if you have the understanding that karma plays a big part from an Eastern philosophy, it plays a big part in our well-being. It plays a big part in our understanding what life is all about. When we have those moments of feeling down in the mouth or feeling like you don't want to get out of bed, like you feel discouraged or you feel detached, there's something deeper going on. And that is the time to look inside. That is the time to actually take a moment to really reflect on what it is that makes you feel good. Take a moment right now just to think about something, just for a moment. What makes you feel good? I have a memory of when I moved to Bermuda and meeting my now ex-husband. And I remember that feeling. And sometimes, you know, it's not about going into the past, but feelings, good feelings, never leave us. They just get buried. So when we think about something that is good, something from the past, something from the present, or even something that we would like to do in the future, we can tap into that feeling and we can use it. We can use it to elevate ourselves to being in the present. Talking about the present, what I come to understand is the joy that I get from being around people. The joy that I get from being around people when I do workshops or retreats. And uh, right now I'm planning um, a retreat. Uh, you can go to my website if you're interested on www.wellnessjourneys.co.uk and I'll be putting some information up about that soon. But for me, when I'm with people, when I'm with a group of people that I feel have that awakening moment, just by being able to stop and listen and be guided on their path of where they are right now, I can actually look into their life and I can look at them and I can get a feeling back that resonates with me. And I think we all have the ability to do that, where we can look at others and we can, we can tune in and see what, what it is about that person that we like or we dislike. I found myself last night watching a YouTube uh, recent video of Melania Trump giving the speech at the Republican convention. And what surprised me was the fact that I actually liked this woman. And there was something in my conditioning that has always told me because of who she's married to that this is she's just as bad as him and she's you know she's conforming and she's being controlled and she's this and she's that but actually I tuned into her and what I felt was I couldn't feel any anything it towards her that was negative I actually felt her authenticity and I think that's something else that we were doing a lot of lately you know if someone looks at you the wrong way you know in in regards to Black Lives Matter, automatically it's easy to go to that assumption that it's because I'm black. Um, we don't know people until we actually get to know ourselves. 
And when we can tune into ourselves, like I did last night, I just tuned into myself and I thought, no, I'm not resisting this. There's something about this woman that I like. And then I realized it was something about her spirit, where she had come from, her struggle, whatever struggle that was in life, how she had got to where she was, that was all predisposed from a spiritual perspective. You know, this was what she, this was her intention, you know, so we can call it coming from the law of attraction. But it was, it was quite interesting for my reaction towards this woman that I felt a warmth towards her. And it was no different really to the warmth that I feel towards Michelle Obama. And when I think about certain women in our world that have been so profoundly effective in helping to change our world moving forward, I think about Mary Seacole in regards to Florence Nightingale and Mary Seacole being a woman, a Jamaican woman who was a nurse in the Crimean War at the same time as Florence Nightingale. But of course, you know, Florence Nightingale is the lady that took all the, she took all the praise and she took all the acknowledgement, but there's not much spoke about Mary Seacole. And this is the thing, we have to go out and we have to really look at history and what history has shown us and how it's conditioned us, conditioned us to believe from um, one perspective. And I think once we start to open our minds, we start to open our mind and we start to really tune into ourselves, and we leave ourselves open and recognize the resistance that we have, then the healing process can begin at that level. Why am I resisting? Why am I not allowing myself to feel the compassion that is there in my heart or the, the sympathy or the empathy? I think division in today's world is um, something that on a collective consciousness, you know, we're all fighting about, we're all, we're all involved in and we're all focusing on division and separation and there's not enough focus on unity and harmony. And if we can start focusing more on that and thinking as an example about Melania Trump, maybe she's the catalyst for change in Donald Trump's life. We don't know. Maybe Michelle is uh, the catalyst in Barack's life for change or to help him to move forward, to bring him to where he is now. We don't know. We can look in history and we can, you know, we can apply the same, the same question. Famous people, especially famous women that have helped men, powerful men to move forward. All I know is that at this time, the sadness and the darkness that I felt a couple of days ago, I'm always happy to share when things aren't great. I'm always happy to share because I believe that we should embrace our sadness as much as we embrace our joy. Take a moment now to breathe into this. I want you to take a moment to feel into your breath. Would you take a deep breath in? Hold that breath and then breathe out. You're breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. 
I want you to think of anything that you're resisting right now. Anything that you feel guilty about, ashamed of, feeling into any resentments that you have, any bitterness or anger. Feed into anything that makes you feel tight. And notice where you hold that tightness in your body. Now I want you to go down with awareness, down into the back of your neck. Coming down into your spine, starting to feel your shoulders relaxed. As you breathe in, your belly expands. As you breathe out, your belly relaxes. As you breathe in, bringing your attention now to your heart. Breathe out. And as you're breathing in and breathing out very gently, you're starting to slow down your breath. So you're starting to control the breath, feeling any tightness or anxiety. And at this point, if you want to, anything or anyone that you're ready to forgive, anyone that you're ready to let go of, in terms of letting go of anyone that no longer nurtures you, and just allowing your body to open any jealousies, any envies that are there. Just breathe into them, acknowledge them and own them. And as you breathe in, allowing the blessed love of the heart chakra to open up, to free you from the past, to allow yourself to let go. Just in this moment, you are creating space for change. And as you visualize your heart with a cage around it, visualize that cage with a door opening and see yourself walking through the cage. Visualize yourself right now through the breath, moving through resistance, competitiveness, corruption, fear beyond the dark beyond the sadness beyond the pain and if you're feeling resistance to this meditation then there's a block if there's a block there's fear if there's fear there's more resistance resistance to change and that's okay this isn't about fighting it it's about allowing it allowing change to come into your life from this moment if you're ready to if you want to ask for your guidance to show you the way to show you the route the path to authentic power bringing yourself to recognizing realistic goals that are possible As you now create the breath, feel the blessed love coming down through you. As you visualize a silver anchor dropping down through the top of your head, through your third eye, down through your throat chakra, down into your chest as you feel the tightness around your chest, softening as you open your heart, feel your heart 
softening. You come into your solar plexus. Feel your solar plexus softening as you visualize a bright yellow ball moving down through this anchor. The anchor moving down, down into your belly. Feeling the belly expanding almost as if, as if you're breathing out all the negative emotions. As you visualize a vortex of energy spinning clockwise around your body, moving down, down, down through your lower spine, down into your genital area, down through your legs, and feeling the energy now just grounding itself as it brings it down to the earth, down between your legs, and you are now grounding yourself as you visualize roots going down through your body, down through your legs, down through your feet, down into the earth. Feel the connection to Mother Earth. You feel those roots expanding and going out to all corners of your life. People, experiences, situations, fears and blocks, joys and loved ones, life. As you take a deep breath, Breathe in all the way up through your nose, coming up out through your crown, and as you breathe out through your crown, <sighs> visualize a shower of golden raindrops going down around your body as you take another breath, breathing all the way up, <sighs> and out. As you very gently now begin to open your eyes, and you may feel a tingling throughout your body, especially in your hands and feet. Just take a moment to stay in this moment. Try not to analyze anything. Just visualize a very white light surrounding you, completing this meditation. Thank you so much for joining me today. You've been listening to my podcast. My name is Lana Lynn Marino, and you can get me on Instagram, Journeys to Wellness, Twitter, Wellness Journeys. And if you want to send me a message, you can send me anchor.fm slash Lynn slash Marino. I'm here and I am happy to be here. And um, as I said, Life doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. We can have those sad moments, but behind it is always a rainbow. Take a moment to enjoy yourself. Enjoy everything in your life, even the bad things. Allow memories that are built into our subconsciousness to open up in our heart to free you and to allow you to enjoy this day. Namastas, many blessings. Go away and have a great day. Bye.